Hello, this is Dr. Jody Walker with Coaching Cafe and Coaching Cafe Club. And today on the podcast, we'll be talking about life transitions, changes that affect your life and how to cope with them. I've been a coach for 10 years now. I'm a trainer, speaker, and author, and I help women move through things in their lives that sometimes get them stuck. And it's my desire to educate, inspire, and empower women to find their passion and purpose. So thank you for joining me today. Last week, we talked about living authentically. I think this is very important for everyone to live from their heart, to make decisions that work for them in both their personal and professional lives. And today's going to just keep building on that about how to cope, how to deal with change. Some change we choose, some change happens to us. Sometimes tragedy occurs. So we're going to be talking about how do you deal with these things. So let's just kind of jump in here. We are constantly in the state of change, although it can be rather difficult if it's not by choice. And we all have natural coping mechanisms for how we deal with things. Unfortunately, some are not healthy. And that's what we'll be talking about today is some positive coping strategies for you that you can put in place that will help you get through these changes. I want you to journal with me when, if you can, if you have some paper in front of you. But think back on some transitions in your own life. What's happened When have you had to make a major change? Even the loss of a pet, it can be a major change for a family. I know when we lost, my my dog died last year and had a couple others. And they're just so such a part of the family. You're just used to them following you around the house and being right under your feet. And so even the loss of an animal in your life can be a huge change in how to cope with that. And obviously, death of a family member or friend or someone significant in your life. Even relocation can be very stressful. I was just talking to a lady who did a two-day coaching intensive with me last week. She talked about the fact that she had lived in eight different states. She would lived in Dubai and Japan. She had moved a lot. She really had a nomadic spirit, really sense of adventure. But she said those those relocations were very stressful on her. What coping mechanisms do you have in place currently? And think about this. This is a lot of reasons why people hire a coach. You may have some strategies, but they may be ones that you learned accidentally from someone else. Maybe no one ever talked to you about how to handle certain things. And so some negative coping strategies can be in place that do not serve you and do not help you. So, for instance, denial, like if we don't talk about it, then maybe it'll go away. That's a huge one. Alcohol or drug use to get through a painful time. In fact, those two things make it quite worse. Sleeping too much to avoid the situation. Hiding out from people, not talking to anyone. Fighting, picking fights, and even depression. So these coping strategies aren't the best to help you move through a situation. 
while we can all look at those and say, yeah, I've probably done at least one of those in my lifetime. The, the point of this, talking about this, is that there's other ways to cope when, when things happen, when change and transition happens. Obviously, I'm a coach. I see the power of coaching. I see women change in front of my eyes. There's nothing better than to help another human being and to see them go on and be happy. That is the point. That is the reward. And so I can't say enough about coaching. In big cities, it's pretty commonplace for people to have a coach. And I've been coaching for 10 years. I started out in Florida. And I have just coached so many people and seen such great strides taken in their lives and changes made. So obviously, I I believe in the power of coaching. So the biggest thing you can do for yourself when you're going through transition is find someone to talk to. We... There's no weakness in that. In fact, there's a strength in that because you may be doing something over and over and over and it's not working, but maybe no one else has ever taught you a different way. Maybe you've never learned a different way, but there are different strategies and skill set a coach is trained to teach you so that it can better your life. That's what I try to do with each person I sit down with. And obviously we have friends and friends can help us through a lot, but at some places and times in life, you might need someone who's trained to help you get through a certain type of situation. The next one is taking one day at a time. Well, that sounds so easy, but it's actually biblical, and it, and it does make a lot of sense. There's plenty enough for us to deal with in one day. I mean, we... We try to get ahead of ourselves, you know, how we do New Year's resolutions and try to look a year out. But if if we're really honest, I mean, did any of us know what was going to play out one day ahead, one week ahead, three months ahead? We don't know. We put goals out there and we work towards them. In the middle of working towards them, a lot of change happens. So you've got to learn to be flexible with timing and the best time to do things, the people that you need to help you to meet the goal, their their schedules impact you. So I teach people it's so important to be flexible with your goals. Have it out there in mind, but just know that you've got to have some flexibility to get there. Um, for women, having your hormones checked at this certain age, our hormones start changing. I believe it's age 28 where we don't have our mom's hormones in our body anymore. And by 38 to 40, your hormones are starting to deplete. And so it's important that you have health checks. A lot of women may come in and they have, you know, they're not feeling well, they feel fatigued, they can't sleep. The first thing I'm going to do as a coach is to encourage a doctor visit and get to feeling good. I can do so much more with a client if she feels good. Namely, I'm coaching women on this type of stuff, but for men too, you want to feel your best too to take your goals to the next level. Next is how do you balance work and family? Now, everyone does this differently. It's all about time management and priorities. But you've got to learn how to do that so that you can manage your life. You've got to get a a system that works for you. I've seen some amazing women that can balance a million things at once. 
I like to pick their brains and see how they do it all. Because whether I see it or not, on paper, they've got a strategy in place that's working. So everybody's going to do balance and work in family a little bit differently. How do you balance your stress? So we're going to get in here and kind of see how some people balance stress and transition. So the first change I want to talk about is change by choice. I can't wait to start this new adventure. This is the, a choice I am making. Something maybe it's new, it's exciting, you're going to stretch yourself and you're really excited about it. You've got a goal and you're going for it. So, for instance, I'm joining the Chamber of Commerce and I'm going to networking groups. And this is actually true. And I'm meeting new people. And then I'm seeing them every month. And then we're networking and we are, you know, talking about how we could collaborate together. So that's an example. Get involved and and you choose it. What do you want to do? This one's not that hard because you're choosing it. The next one is a little more difficult. I have to change. I know I have to start this. So this could be weight loss. The doctors told you you need to lose weight. Maybe you have high blood pressure. Maybe you need to start exercising. Maybe you are going through a divorce that you, maybe you didn't want. Maybe you're leaving a friendship behind that's not good for you anymore or your lives are in different places. You may be leaving a dysfunctional work environment. They call it a toxic work environment. Sometimes people come into coaching and say, I need a change. I have to make a change. I've been unhappy for this amount of time. This is what's happened. Can you please help me? Help me make a change. So we'll sit down and that's a navigation of a goal and strategy session. Okay? Yeah, how? How do you do that? This one's going to require that you have a lot of courage, a lot of self-determination. Anybody who's tried to lose 30 pounds knows that that's not going to be easy. I mean, we all wish there was a pill out there that we could all just drop some weight. And, you know, they're working on it, I hear. But in the meantime, for us to be healthy, we've got to eat right, exercise, sleep well, take care of ourselves. I'll also talk to a lot of people about what are you saying to yourself? What do you say to yourself about a situation? I love my grandfather. He's 90, almost 93. And his favorite little mantra that he always used with me was, everything's going to work out. So no matter what you brought to this man, he always had something back. And that was his little mantra to keep on going, you know. Everything's going to work out. So I, I encourage you to get you a little saying. Because going back to my psychology days, we know we're up against about 60,000 thoughts a day that are 90% being negative. So think about that. That's what we're up against. That all these little thoughts that are floating around, a lot of them are negative. Well, you can decide to grab onto one and go with it. Or you can grab what I call a better one. Grab a better thought. So things might not be going your way, but try to grab something out of it that's good. I'm going to learn so much from this. This is going to work out. Or even maybe I just need to go to bed and get up tomorrow. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that over the years. This was a bad day, but tomorrow will be better. 
And that is true for all of us. We're all human, living the human experience of stress and problems and decisions to make, health, I mean, work, family. We're all balancing and juggling all of these balls. And sometimes we have to put one of them down or two or three, depending on what else is going on. 